Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran Tayyiban mubarakan Fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna wa yarudda Ashadu an la ilaha illallahu Wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna Muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Al-Nasihul Amin Allahumma salli ala nabiyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamasaka bi sunnatihi ila yawmiddin Thumma amma ba'd Ya ibadullah Alhamdulillah ala ni'mat al-islami wa sunnah All praise and thanks belong to Allah For guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the sunnah عن ابن عباس رضي الله تعالى عنهما عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أنه قال لرجل وهو يعظه اغتنم خمسا قبل خمس حياتك قبل موتك وصحتك وصحتك قبل صقمك وفراغك قبل شغلك وشبابك قبل هرمك وغناك قبل فقرك On the authority of Abdullah ibn Abbas رضي الله تعالى عنهما On the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم That he صلى الله عليه وسلم He said to a man while he was giving him advice Sincerely advising him and giving him a tremendous piece of advice. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, take advantage of five before five. Take advantage of five before five. Take advantage of your life before your death. Take advantage of your health before you become ill. Take advantage of your free time before you become busy and preoccupied. Take advantage of your youth before you become old. And take advantage of your wealth before you become poor. Ya ibadullah. When we look at this tremendous advice, and I want you to remember who was the one giving this advice. هذه موعظة جامعة This is a piece of advice that it encompasses so much, is so encompassing, has such a great meaning to it. Nasiha Ghaliya is an advice that is precious, it is priceless. And it's from the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Alladhi wasafahu rabbuhu bi annahu bil mu'minina ra'ufur rahim. It is from the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, who his Lord, Jalla wa'ala described him as being one who is affectionate and merciful to the believers. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he is affectionate, merciful to the believers. So when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he gives advice. He wants the, what is best for us. When the Prophet Sallallahu he points us in a direction. He wants what is best for us. He wants what will benefit us. He wants what is in our best interest. And listen to what the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he told this man. He told him to take advantage of five before five. From those five, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he told him to take advantage of his life before his death. 
Alhamdulillah, we have lived to see another day. Alhamdulillah, we have lived to see another day. Any time that we wake up, then this is a ni'mah. This is an opportunity for us to benefit ta'ala. It is incumbent that we take advantage. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells the believers, Anfiqu mimma razaqunakum and spin from what we had given you. Spin in charity from what we have given you, meaning benefit from your wealth. Benefit from your wealth before what? Before there comes to you. Before there comes to a time, before there comes to a situation, take advantage of your wealth. Likewise, اغتنموا من حياتكم. اغتنموا من حياتكم. Take advantage of your life. Take advantage of your life before, before what? Before there comes this eventuality. Allah Ta'ala, He says, من قبل أن يأتي أحدكم, من قبل أن يأتي أحدكم الموت. Before there comes unto one of you death. Before there comes death unto one of you. And while they're in that state, while they are dying now, they are regretting. And thus, as Allah Ta'ala informs us, they will be saying, Rabbi O my Lord, only if you could give me some more time, only if you can delay this death from me. Just for a little bit. Only if you can delay that the death come to me. Only push it back a little bit. Delay it a little bit. What will happen if they will delay the death a little bit? Then what? What is the person promising? I will give charity and I will be from the righteous. Only if let death go back a little bit. Give me a little more time. I'll give charity. I'll be from the righteous. I'll get my life together. I'll start to benefit from my life. I'll start to benefit from my wealth. I'll start to benefit from my time. I'll start to benefit from, 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 from. But Allah Ta'ala, He says, but no one, but no one will be given any respite. If their time comes, if the death has come and this is when they're going to die, they will not be given any more time. They will not be granted any respite. What they have been allotted is over and they will get nothing else. Wallahu khabirun bima ta'amaloon and Allah is all aware of what you do. Ya ibadullah. Laqad wasa nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam rajal ayyaqtanima hayatahu qabla mawtih. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he advised this man to take advantage of his life before he dies. Falhaya ni'matun azima. Life, it is a precious life. It is a tremendous blessing. Life, it is a tremendous blessing, Ibad. It is precious. It is priceless. And every day, every day that we are alive, every day of our life, that it is a ni'mah. It is a blessing. It is a blessing. But are we going to take advantage of that blessing or not? From that, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam لَقَدْ كَانَ sallallahu alayhi wa sallam إِذَا بَعَثَهُ اللَّهِ مِنَ النَّوْمِ يَقُولُ The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa he used to say when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will awaken him from his sleep when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
will awaken him from his sleep. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to say, "Alhamdulillahi alladhi ahyana ba'dama amatana wa ilayhi nushur." All praise and thanks belong to Allah. Alhamdulillah, the one who has given us life, the one who has returned to us our life, has given us life, returned our soul to us, who has returned our soul to us so that we can live for another day upon the earth. The one who has given us life after he had caused us to be dead by taking our soul when we sleep. Sleep is the little death because the soul leaves the body. Allah Ta'ala, He returns the souls and those are the ones that wake up and some, their souls are not returned. Those are the ones who die in their sleep. So when we wake up, our souls have been returned to us. We have been given another opportunity. We have been given another opportunity, another day to live upon this earth. So he said, Alhamdulillah, all praise and thanks belong to the one who has given us life after he has caused us to die. And unto him is our return. Thalika anna hadha yawm yumkin al-mudhnib fihi an yatub. Because in this day, it is possible that the one who was a sinner, he can have the opportunity to repent. So whatever you did last night, if it was from sin and transgression, if it was wrong, Alhamdulillah, you alive today. Repent. You have an opportunity to change everything and to make it better. And for the one who was a good doer, he could increase in doing good. Ya ibadullah. Alhamdulillah ala ni'mat al-Islam wa sunnah Alhamdulillah Allah Ta'ala He has given us another day, another opportunity Hatha Aqulu qawli hatha Wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum Wa li jami'i al-Muslimin Fastaghfiru fa'innahu huwa al-Ghafur al-Rahim Alhamdulillah. Allah. For those who truly take advantage of their life, for the time that they have been allotted to be on top of the earth. These are the ones who will truly benefit Ta'ala. And this is the nature here of this dunya. Is that the true purpose for us is to gain benefit from this dunya. It's to gain benefit to do, to do righteous good deeds. To excel in doing good. And to spend our time here wisely. Those who are older we tell those who are younger. When they're at various stages of their life, in various situations, we tell them what? Use your time wisely. Use your time wisely. So it is incumbent that us, being a little older, as we tell the youth, to use their time wisely, that we use our time wisely. Meaning what? Our time on the earth. Use it wisely. For those who use it wisely, then they will be from the best. Those who live long, they will be from the best. As the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said, "Khairukum man taala umruhu 
That the best of you is the one who lives for a long time and his deeds are good. The best of you is the ones who live for a long time may have long lives and their deeds are good. They do good over that period of time. So for all those years they were living upon the earth. They were those who they believed correctly in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those who were upon the sunnah of his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Those who you, they would study upon their prayers. Those who used to fast their obligatory fast and fast the voluntary fast. Those who used to pay charity, the obligatory charity and they will spend in charity from the voluntary charity. Those who used to, they used to read the Quran. Those who they used to make remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who kept their tongues moist with the dhikr of Allah subhanahu those who used to call to good and to forbid the evil those who they were righteous to their parents so on and so forth those who they were righteous to their neighbors those who they were righteous to mankind whether they were Muslims or non-Muslims those who mankind saw from them benefit saw from them good those who it reached mankind from them benefit and good. Those who live for a long life upon this manner and other than that but from the righteous good deeds then these are the ones who are the best from amongst us and it is incumbent that we should want to be better. Ya ibadullah, we have to begin to rectify ourselves. We have to begin to rectify our situations. We have to begin to rectify ourselves. When one looks outside of the doors, when one looks out into the general society, then we see that society, they need much from rectification. We see that the society needs much from reform. Whether that reform being this or that reform being that, then we need much reform in society. Much reform. But I'll say to you this. As individuals, if our own homes are in array, if our own homes are destroyed and tore up, how can we rectify outside? How can we rectify outside if our houses are not in order? How can we get together the general society and put them in order if our houses are not in order? Islah, rectification, it begins with the individual. It begins with us as individuals. And that will then transform to our family. And then that will then translate into outside our neighbors and then to the general masses of the society. But if we ourselves are corrupt, then how can we benefit others? If we ourselves are not benefiting from the deen, then how can we benefit others? The poet he mentioned as relates to this, that we, the people who are upon guidance, if we are not benefiting from our guidance, then how do we anticipate, how do we hope that others will benefit? So they mention in particular speaking about the people of the, of the Qur'an, the true people of the Qur'an, not people who just with beautiful voices and they have memorized it and they recite it. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the true people of the Qur'an, the people who they do not neglect the Qur'an and they live in accordance to the guidance of the Qur'an. Those are the true Qur'an. Those are the true reciters. Ala kulli hal. O oh, people of Islam, Muslims, Istami'u, listen, this is to us. Now, the poet, he said, Ya ma'ashar al-qurra, ya milhu al-balad, la yuslihu al-milhu, idha milhu al-fasid. He said, O oh, assembly of reciters, O oh, people of the Quran, O oh, people upon Islamic guidance, O oh, people who are the most prestigious, who are the best of the land, you will not be able to rectify others if you yourselves are corrupt. You will not be able to rectify others if you yourselves are corrupt. 
So it is incumbent, it is a must that before we start screaming reform for this and for that, that we seek to reform ourselves. That we seek to reform ourselves. And while in the process of reforming ourselves, then we could reform what needs to be reformed. But to try to rectify others without rectifying ourselves, then this is stupidity. It makes no sense. It is incumbent that we benefit. And if we want to benefit, then you begin with that benefit by rectifying your situation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is first and by foremost that you establish the tawheed, that you establish la ilaha illallah. Not just that you say it, not just that you off repeat it, but that you establish it inside of your life. And that requires, that necessitates that you learn about it. That requires, that necessitates that you study it. That requires, that necessitates that you learn about your deen. You learn about at tawheed. At tawheed the meaning of it what is the meaning of la ilaha illallah that you learn about what is the meaning what are the aqsam at-tawheed at-tawheed al-rububiyya what tawheed al-uluhiyya what tawheed al-asma wal-sifat that you learn about your religion we have to begin like this as the poet he mentions al-ilmu in talabtahu tawilun wa'umruka lit-tahsilihi qasirun faqaddim minhu bil-ahamu fal-ahamu he mentioned that your life that, 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 that knowledge, if you're going to seek it, then its path, it is long. And the lifespan that you have been given to get it, then it is short. So begin with that which is most important, then go to that which follows it in importance. And bila shakku bila rayy. What is most important is that we rectify our situation, we rectify our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that begins by we establishing the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If that right is not established, the establishment of any other right after that means nothing. So we have to rectify our relationship with our Lord. That is by establishing his right, establishing the tawheed, if we truly want to benefit. Remember, Ya Ibad, we will be incapable of bringing forth any type of benefit if we ourselves are corrupt. Aqeem al